0: Welcome to It's All Fine and Angie, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Episode 78 of the It's All Fine and Angie podcast. We are excited to have our guest on this evening, who we've had on before, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. We have Violet Favreau. She is a children's book author. We've had um, some great conversation with her before. We have Silly Yaya,
1: you guys may remember.
0: Silly Yaya, with multitudes of other books under her belt now. She also is the um, runner... oh, Oh, I cannot talk tonight. She is the owner of Yaya's Market which has some really cool stuff on it. And she is a passionate advocate for ovarian cancer awareness. So thank you so much for joining us. Excuse all my mumbling tonight. I don't know. Maybe I didn't have my wine tonight. What's going on? <laughs> like just water? What's, what is what is up?
2: Pour that wine, girl. Pour that I know. wine. Gosh, why didn't I pour it why tonight? Didn't we? I we, don't know we're, why. We're
1: literally drinking water tonight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Me too. Me too. So how are you? I'm great and thank you so much for having me back. I had a blast with you guys the first time we met at a library as yeah, I recall. we did. We that did. was an awesome day. Yeah. We did back to back
0: interviews and to be in that setting with two authors that we interviewed that day was quite a you were episode forty one and you were wow, wow,
2: you remember that. That's it amazing. was in December.
0: It was in December. Wow, that's so. a great memory. Yeah, it was a Lush. little while ago. She but we, you know, in, in all
1: honesty, we, we we promised not to do this the whole time, but we had a blast with you too. And we you did. and I have been on like some author calls <laughs> since then. But yeah. after we talked to you, after you left, we were like, wow, she was awesome. We had so much fun. We've gotten your book since then. Um, and we're big fans. So uh, we appreciate having you back on the show. We appreciate oh. you coming back on. You are one of the very few repeat guests we've ever had.
2: Wow. So, I feel honored. Thank well, you. Well, so do we. Yay. Definitely.
0: And, you know, since we last saw you in December, we have officially became grandparents. That is the most exciting thing ever. <laughs> it is, is it not the most she... magical kind of love? it It is very special. It was a weird time, though, because, you know, normally we'd be yeah. at the hospital. You get that excitement for the babies being born, and Covid crept in and changed all that. yeah, yeah. um so we didn't even get to see her till. I think she was like a week old when we finally went over.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So, yeah, the dynamic is a little different, but a time we'll always remember, right?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah.
0: We, but we go over every chance we can, of course. And we were just over this past Sunday and got to spend some time with her. Now she's like opening her eyes and, oh, you know, cooing. Oh, and, and Yeah. Oh. She, she's so cute. And um, she was a month early. So when uh-huh. she was first home, she was just, you know. Still, kind of like, hey, I'm still growing. Don't yeah, I don't, really don't want to interact with you. Yeah. <laughs> but she's she's healthy and and safe and beautiful. Uh, of course, she's the prettiest baby in the world. You know, absolutely.
2: I know how that goes. You bet she is, <laughs> and she is.
1: <laughs> well, and you know, it's funny too. I don't know if it's a if it's a a grandpa or a Danpa thing in this mm-hmm. case, but. Um, I, I don't want to say it's all guys, but for me, that w- when they're brand new, they're super cute, but they don't really, you know, they, you, there's, they don't know. I feel like they don't know I'm there. So now she's getting to the point, like the last time we just went over this past weekend, where I can talk to her And she just looks at me and she starts kicking her legs when I'm talking to her and holding on to my finger. And then when I stop talking, she stops kicking her legs. And then when I start, she does it again. And I'm like, oh, it's beginning now. Now there's like that connection you could feel. So yeah. See,
2: she has begun the process of wrapping you around her oh, yes. little
1: Trust finger. Me. I <laughs> totally know. I, I keep saying, when are we getting Disney passes? Oh, what, what age no. is too young to get Disney passes? Yeah, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah,
2: yeah. So just just throw all your money out the window now. That's how that's going to go. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. With him, I'm more like, hey, let's go out in the woods and see what dragons we can find. And he, You know, and I that's what I told him. I said, you know, I'm going to be like the one that takes her on adventures. And he goes, and, and I said, yeah, we're going to go find dragons. And he goes, yeah, Imaginary dragons. I'm going to take her to Universal to see real dragon. I'm
2: like, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Oh. Well, that's perfect. She'll get b- the best of both worlds. She'll uh, get a good yeah.
1: mix. Yeah. yeah,
2: she definitely yeah, yeah. will.
1: So we also wanted to congratulate you on your book. Pete comes to America.
2: Thank you. Because
1: you've gotten some awesome recognition
2: oh, from yes that you one. Have. Yes, I have. I'm just beyond thrilled with that. You know, I I wrote that too tell my grandfather's immigration story and at a time when the word immigration was so politicized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I felt brave really to, to do that at at that time. And it has had uh, just amazing, uh, recognition. I was featured in the National Herald, which is the world's largest English edition Greek newspaper.
3: So it's in
2: the United States, Australia, uh, Europe. Yeah. And so even telling you that I'm like covered in goosebumps.
0: (laughs) I didn't even realize it was that big. Like I thought, yeah, United States,
2: but it is all over the place. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... Um, ironic and so that you have me on today and that you mentioned that today would have been my grandfather's 120 something oh. birthday. Oh, so-, oh, wow. mm-hmm. so today on my Yaya's market, anyone who goes on my website and makes a specific kind of purchase gets a free copy of the book just because it's my grandfather's birthday. So I'm just oh. giving books away today. Oh,
0: that's Signed amazing. Signed books. Yeah, it just... But you're getting that story in more people's hand, and, and, and that's especially exactly a child's why. hand. So they kind of feel like their story can be told through that book.
2: Right. And then, you know, I had all these grandiose plans. Actually, I was booked uh, for all kinds of Greek churches and, and historical societies, and then COVID came. Mm. So uh I had a teacher ask me, a librarian, to make a virtual learning program. I did Very that cool. and I have got uh, teachers with PDF files because we all have an immigration story. Mm-hmm. Right. Some, Some of are us farther just farther a back little back better than others. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it gets, but it's to get people talking mm-hmm. to, you know, talk about where did your family come from and to embrace it and be proud. And for kids to say, hey, you know, Pete was anxious when he came to America. It smelled different. Think about that. Right. Oh, when wow. You, that's true. Right. But think about that. My grandfather came from an island in the Aegean Sea. And then he arrives at Ellis Island. And then, you know, you go from the island right into the city. And imagine what that smelled like with Irish immigrants and German immigrants and Italian immigrants. The food was different. Everything is different. So, yeah, he talked about it smelled different than Greece.
0: So Makes sense.
2: Yeah. So, I'm hoping that it helps kids who are... You know, recent immigrants say, hey, you know, I felt like that too.
0: Yeah, it gives them something to identify with. Yeah. And you know what I love is that your family has kept that story alive, you know, that has been passed down. I don't have a lot of that in my family. And it's funny that you said that you kind of wrote this book to get people talking. Me and Dan were just talking about this the other night. Like, we don't really know that much. Like, it wasn't passed down to us, which we wish it would have
2: been. So
0: we talked about for Christmas, like, maybe doing the um, Ancestry thing. That's Um, a great
2: place to start. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: start kind of building our family tree so that, you know, I, we have a granddaughter now start telling our story and make it a tradition (laughs) to, to do that because it's so lost. It's really lost.
2: It is. It's so important And ancestry and Ellis uh, org also just have Mm. a wealth of records and information. I couldn't find the ship manifest for my, uh, grandfather and then my great-grandparents and I you know and I tried everything and I said well maybe they came in through Boston maybe he was confused or whatever but Mm -hmm. um, my grandfather and his uh, three siblings that came over at the same time with him their last name was different they have a a, 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 my family's name is Anagnosto and Mm -hmm. and it was Chatsi Anagnosto and we looked that up and that's a term of honor which means you were either baptized in the Jordan River or you made the trip to Mecca. Well, because my family was Greek Orthodox, we, they didn't then make the trip to Mecca. So they had to have been baptized in the Jordan River. So there were things that I didn't even know. And then when I went back and found my grandfather's naturalization papers, that's how he signed his name with that chotzi in front of it. Oh,
0: wow. wow. So you really had to do digging and research to write yeah, this book. Even
2: though, mm-hmm, even though I had tremendous amount of information, there were still things mm-hmm. that I didn't know and things that I had to find out. And then when I wrote the book, of course, I wanted it to be historically correct. So even mm-hmm. the costumes that the dancers are wearing in it are authentic to the year 1910 and the island of Lesbos in Greece. So I... You know, so I did, it's the first book I've ever had to do research on. And it was my own story, right? That is, it's
0: it's a children's book, but I appreciate that you wanted that accuracy because, you know, you wanted them to actually learn the traditions of your grandfather, where he came from, what it looked like, where he came from, and why he would say something like that. Right, exactly. it smells different. That's yeah. really interesting.
2: Yeah, I it,
1: it has to be gratifying too to find to start finding information about about him. I mean, when we could do ancestry, I guess we'll get a better feel for this. Mm-hmm. But historically, my grandfather tried to do some research about our our family, and this is kind of pre-internet research. And it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of dead ends. You run into a lot of dead ends. Mm-hmm. So when I hear you say that you found this or you found that or, you you know, the the little details about what you were able to discover, it's, um, I, I just picture I, every discovery being like, wow, like a super exciting thing that you didn't know.
2: Yeah, you're you're going to, once you get on that Ancestry website, uh, you're just going to, and, and the Ellis Island, you're just going to be lost. Like you're gonna just forget. Oh my god, I've been doing this for five hours, you know.
3: It's <laughs> right. So That's what I picture.
0: That's
1: exactly yeah. what I picture.
2: Yeah, it's how it will be. <laughs>
0: so um in the Herald that you were in, um it it brought out I read in there that you're thinking about doing a series. I he s-
2: comes to America. I am so that I that is awesome. I thought why, you know, why stop there? Why not um, go on to then when Pete became an adult, and I don't want to give away the end of the book, but yeah, you know, how he lived his life as a successful American who he lived the mm-hmm. American dream, right. and then he went on, you know, to get married and raise a family, and then the successes and the things that his children did. The success that they had. It, this could be a whole nother podcast. But my father was in the famous Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus fire in Hartford, Connecticut.
1: Oh my goodness! And, wow. and wow. my
2: father had a knife, and he slit a hole in the back of the tent, and people jumped down through the behind the bleachers and escaped. Had my family not immigrated from Greece, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? My dad would have been there. Just,
3: yeah, all the way wow. then
2: to me right so the things mm. that I've done in my life and then through to my son who last summer went to Greece and hiked the summit of Mount Olympus so it kind of oh, wow. went full circle so yeah wow. I see it is a is a book series and I also see it as a children's television or cartoon series it doesn't matter what kind of what country Medium. you immigrated from when yeah. you were a kid? Mm-hmm. This is that this point that's so important for me. Sure. If you could see that somebody else looked different than everyone else and someone else felt that way. And the, the, the stories could just go on and on. But, yeah, so I've, yeah. I've already written the second book. Um, you know, I've got to get it illustrated and do some things. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the illustrations in Pete Comes to America are kind of sepia tones, which are right. That's how it is. Yeah. That's how it was, and then the illustrations, of course, will evolve as the 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 time evolves through the forties, the fifties, yeah. the seventies, et cetera. Yeah, it
0: really, you've thought that out. But I, it really does come full circle, mm-hmm. circle because, and it's because you are, um, your son went to Greece to do that because you've you've really instilled this. Um, appreciation for your your culture and your heritage yeah wow.
2: uh, yeah when you're greek like you're so proud that you're greek you know i don't know if you watch the movie my big fat greek wedding oh yeah oh, But sure. the father yeah. was like every word comes from greek tell me a word i'll give you the greek you know,
1: and that's- is that the Breaking movie where down. he says just spray windex on yes, it? yes. yeah that so yeah. but that's
2: <laughs> that's really how it is though i mean there's just yeah. this immense pride in being greek and so yeah and so again even though our story is greek it's for all kids and in my uh, uh, youtube presentation that i did the virtual learning it it talks about uh, all kids and i've got pictures of kids that look like everyone else i have all all kids I say to them no matter what you look like you know what color your skin is or where your story started Mm -hmm. you know we're all the same and and then they've print out their family tree and they fill it out and I tell them to ask your grandparents and so it's a great bonding thing as well for the kids to with the parents and the grandparents so yeah so I see see all this so I'm on the hunt for somebody to go ahead and do this for me so yeah pretty, like, let's I'm, get this cartoon I'm, going come on yeah like, i'm still seriously. i'm still looking yeah oh, it seems, still that looking. seems like
1: such a good fit and it seems like yeah. it would be um you know an endless amount of opportunities for each episode you could do episodes that are focusing on his experiences you know being new in the country or learning you know how, how to yeah be. just
2: just going to school and not speaking english right yeah
1: but I also like the idea you could even integrate like other people that have come from other countries and that he yes.
3: meets. Yes, oh, that- yeah,
2: abs- That's what I'm going to do. Absolutely, yeah. That's, yeah. that's how I see it. So that every immigrant child is represented, kind of. Yeah, right. He's represented. He he belongs. He's like you know, yo, Pete. I feel that same way. You right. know. Yeah. Yeah. It smells so weird here. What are these people (laughs) (laughs) cooking? What did your country smell like? Like, and then you start talking about that. Yeah. Just think about it. Suddenly these children who have nothing in common have everything in common. We had this commonality, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And and,
1: and what I like about that is a lot of things, but a big big thing I like about that is without getting political, um, You know, I feel like kids watching that kind of show would get would would better come to understand how really we're all kind of immigrants, because I bet bet in certain uh, waves of society, at certain times in society, I would imagine that immigrant children feel like they stick out or like they don't fit in. And to know that we're really all immigrants in one way or another, I think would be a great message for them to get from each episode.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and and actually, in the town that they immigrated to, my maternal grandmother's family had already been there, and my maternal grandmother's parents met each other in English school. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So, so crazy. It just so yeah, they had nothing in common. My grandmother was Italian. Okay. My Greek grandparents were like, "You cannot marry that Italian girl," <laughs> and. And the Italians like can't marry that Greek, you know. Of so course. see, yeah, yeah. And it happened anyway. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da!
0: Ta-da! Um. So I want to talk a little bit since we're still we're talking about Greece. I want to talk about your mar- Yaya's market.
2: Oh yeah. Because
0: you you stick you <laughs> you um stick true to your heritage and culture there, and really um your products. I want I want you to tell us where your products come from. There yeah. we go. So, <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get out. Yeah. So
2: so uh, I'm like this crazy all over the place lady. So silly yaya y a y a is my author, yes character, and I'm a grandmother character, and I'm silly yaya because we spell grandmother incorrectly. Greek yaya is Y I A, Y I A. So that's why I'm silly, because I didn't spell it right. <laughs> oh. <thing>. So my <laughs> I, I don't think, I think you told did. us that the first interview that yeah, no, yeah. I don't think so. That's so, cool. <laughs> right. So that's the whole premise to be silly. Yaya. Yeah, yeah. So um and any time I go somewhere that's like all Greek, they say you spell you spell your name wrong. <laughs> no, 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 It's you got to read the book. You'll understand. Oh, you know I bet. I mean? yeah. everyone's <laughs> trying
1: to correct you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but my Yaya's market is spelled the traditional way: y i a y i a. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> how that happened was I w- was a vendor at Greek festivals, and. COVID came, and I had all these products and no festivals to go to. Uh-oh, what am I going to do? I know. <laughs> I'll start a web page. Yeah. So I did. And th- then I was like, well, wait a minute. And then I met Elaine, the most wonderful uh, retail business partner. low and from Lesbos, Greece as well, it was this must be meant to be right there wow. i don't know a thousand islands in greece and her mm-hmm. family from the same the island same one. Right. so she hooked me up with some artists so i import ceramics products that are made in the island of lesbos the island where my grandfather was born oh, wow.
3: and yeah. yeah
2: and i have those for sale on my market i have uh other products uh that other artists who are not from lesbos make um and so what we're doing, and, I, and I'm kind of following Elaine's model for her, her uh, business, is supporting Greek uh, in small villages. So this year, yeah. like, Greece has had virtually no tourism, and their artists and all these small villages are struggling. There's sure. a great mm-hmm. need. Actually, one of my artists had to go work in the fields. Oh, because wow. there are tourists to buy for ceramics. So uh yeah, so I'm supporting these small families on these small islands. And when you, the consumer, buy something from me, you're supporting these small artisans. Mm-hmm. And then yes. I have other touristy stuff. Like if you went into the shops in Athens, you would find towels and pod holders and aprons and so i import all of those from greece as well everything on my in my market is either imported from made in greece imported from greece or made by a greek usa company so i have I wooden it. spoons that are in greek that say i love yaya one of them says uh you're gonna taste wood it's like a <laughs> greek thing i'm gonna beat your butt with the wooden spoon <laughs> <coughs> um those are made in chicago by a greek artist so yeah so actually right now i have this amazing pieces um, that are on their way from an artist named felicia and she's in athens and she was born in greece her family moved to canada when she was a kid and she moved back to greece and so So it's it's, fabulous so i'm supporting her small business love it and Yeah. So it's it's so it's just really exciting for me that like it's a piece of my heritage almost when I bring these these products in. And then I have
0: these products that were handmade by people that live in the the town that your grandfather was from. This is crazy.
2: Like what if I don't know what if my grandfather walked down the street or what if my grandfather's cousin lived in the house they live in or like something crazy like that what if that you know what if what if so yeah yeah so what started out as this tiny little off thing it's really grown I've I'm doing very well and I've made so many new friends and and I've got new artists on board that I'm helping support and uh I've got I've got some really cool things coming up in the next few weeks that I'm super excited about. Oh, I love that.
0: That is amazing. So and I'm, I'm gonna
2: send you some of my Greek salad dressing mix and my all purposes, purpose Greek seasoning. So Oh
0: yeah. um, you you sent us home with some of that last time and <laughs> did I send you home with the salad dressing? Yeah. Oh well, but not the I but not I don't the remember Greek. The salad, seasoning. That's my favorite salad. I, don't think I would so. remember that. No, maybe not. <clears throat> Okay.
1: I would remember, I think. You would
0: remember?
2: That's yeah, the I salad I so. always order everywhere. Okay, never mind. Send <laughs> oh, listen, it on. <laughs> Listen, now you're going to have your own fresh Greek salad dressing with no preservatives. It's all oh, the nice. ingredients. Just add add yeah. your vinegar, olive oil, and lemon juice. Oh, I'm that starving. Makes,
0: that makes me happy. That makes me happy. No preservatives. Yay! Well, we love that you're doing that because that is one of the things we like to do is support yeah. local art. Um, musicians businesses small businesses yeah that is really one of our huge focuses so we love so it important like you're it taking it just you didn't let covid bring you down you're like no. okay well, let's see what I can do. Well, so
1: I have a question. And then I, you brought I, it
0: international. It's like, yeah, yeah come on. Yeah. <laughs> Super impressive. Like COVID's international? So am I. That's I, well, exactly what she did right there. So when we talked
1: to you last time, you told us about how you go to schools and how you do a lot yes. of meet and greets with Ugh. kids. And so I wondered, with COVID, are you doing Look at any- her face right now. I know. Now. Are you doing no, anything like, virtual? Or like, do- I,
2: like I have the biggest broken heart oh, right I
1: now.
2: Um. I yeah, mean, because I had, I had I like had six that? last year. Mm-hmm. I had six schools that I couldn't see in yeah. New England
3: for oh, last I year
2: for this year that I was have to see this year. And I had I had over twenty library programs for the summer that had to get canceled. School school, you know, uh, you know, town library programs, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, and I do those for free. I go in and do that for free. And, yeah, all those were canceled. These poor kids have got just, it's been a tough time for them, you know? And so, yeah, so I've done some virtual things, but right now the teachers are just, they're struggling Mm, to try to deal with everything that's happening. And the last thing they need is some author to be going, knock, knock, hello, (laughs) do you you have time for me? I want to come get your kids excited about reading. But you know, they're yeah. they're just well, trying to keep their heads above water right now. When I mean, they're ready, I'm here. I'm good course. to go in five seconds. You know,
1: I, You know, I would think that's that may be one angle yeah. of it. I can't imagine being a teacher right now. But the, another angle of it is it could be that some teachers, you know, you're helping them because I know, you know, even with my own daughter doing some of this, some of the teachers are just trying to figure out how to, mm. ba- you know, how to balance and what you know it's a it's a different way to teach for them because some of them are doing not just virtual but they're teaching kids in the classroom while half of the kids are watching on a webcam so it's a weird sort of that
2: and that's what i'm saying it's so hard and next week uh the brevard county library system is having me come and read my books and they're going to record me uh, for their virtual library programs for oh, the kids. Wow. So wow. Oh, so, that's great that they're yeah, doing that. That's so awesome. So anyone who wants me to do anything like that, you know, I'm spot on. I'm right there. I'm available. You know, yeah. I'm just, I just, I just like. You just miss them, though. I'm just so excited. In, yeah. I do these school visits and the kids are high in me and they're hugging me when yeah. they're leaving after the- Oh, you know and i gotta admit like i got author eye off that you know like yeah yes I, you know i got through to them and they're like are you coming back and you know i just oh. it's like that it's like a driving force yeah you know to keep going when i get discouraged <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah I know. so because so, uh, you know they're
0: looking forward to it so you're absolutely. like okay i gotta they're they're in that and they're only with the kids you're visiting are only in that um uh what what am i trying to say they you only have them for a few years yeah you know They're what i mean so you're like yeah. okay i got to get another book out so yeah. i keep them interested engaged yeah and engaged. there's right
2: there's this finite amount of time to get them to love reading yeah. and i always say there are a few few ways to get ki- kids to love reading read to your kids yes. when you're reading to your kids they have your undivided attention what yeah. does that undivided attention mean love
1: Oh yeah! Oh, great point.
2: Yeah. Oh, you equate reading with love. Come on! How brilliant is that? It right? is
1: brilliant, and now more than ever. You know, I've seen it with mm-hmm. my own kids. It is hard for them. It's hard for teenage, minor teenagers, but you know, teenagers these days don't read. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I, it, from what I hear, there's a that there's a trend growing in all of that where I, their attention span is so quick little snippets of things. Yeah. So I love the idea of programming your kids in a this good way, is right? That's, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, it does it, and it does it to all of us adults too. You know, like it's yeah, it's yeah, me the too. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what though? We have a bookshelf that we started at the house, and um, I have one shelf. We call it "Health on a Shelf" because I'm into health and wellness, so I've got all these health and wellness right. books. Yep. Then Dan has his author books and the books his you know prized possession books that he loves to read over and over again sure. or has in the past. And then we have a readers or leaders. <clears throat> shelf that's going to be for the baby yeah and it's you right. know it's the first but- book on that shelf is silly yeah because yeah, right. it's got our names
2: in it well so- i'm gonna make i gotta make sure you get the rest of them I'll yes, get them to you. That I will definitely <laughs> get spices. those
0: on that shelf for her so that when she, you know, when she's over, we will be grabbing, that will be part of the visit to
2: yes. Granji and Dampas. And house. what's funny yeah. is An- reading time.
1: Angie put the books on the bottom shelf for her so she can mm-hmm. reach them right away too. So yeah. it's perfect. perfect.
2: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. I just love that because readers are our leaders. And then yeah. w- my tagline is raising readers one book at a time. I love, oh, I love um, it. And, and something that I find is when the kids start to get where they have to read or they get at school and they've got to read. Oh, I don't like to read because they're not reading the right books. So yeah. parents, don't give up. They're not reading the right books. Find yeah. the yeah. right book for them. Yeah, you know, find the one let, them read gra- let them read graphic novels. Mm-hmm. L- let them read what they love and they will love reading. So keep trying. Yeah. I think yeah. people yeah. give kids give up too soon
1: yeah i think even another example there is my daughter she's now they're starting to get into stuff she has to read about like the old west and she sent me a text today and said they're reading about um ghosts now and you know where that initiated from and she's into all that so she normally might not be interested in reading it and now she's really into reading this so it's totally what you just said right if it's the topic that you like if it's the story that you like that's a big factor because if you're forced to read stuff that you don't like, you might associate all reading that with you know. Correct. Not being and
2: now, yeah. if she discovers what there's this genre out there, you mean there are like five thousand books or fifty thousand books about ghosts? I had yeah. no idea. Right. Now, yeah. right now, you love to read.
0: Right. That's how it happens. That, exactly. that's awesome um i have a one of your books that i can't wait to get for my daughter-in-law for mother's day next year is mom mom mommy
2: oh my gosh <laughs> what it, else it, do you need to say the title just, says everything oh like, my gosh. seriously <laughs> it it is absolutely perfect so if anyone is looking for a mother's day gift or a baby shower gift this book is appropriate for anyone who has ever had a child, yep. anyone who has ever tried to go to the bathroom alone, that picture in the book of the mom trying to go to the bathroom <laughs> is my favorite ever. <laughs> I made good. a limited edition mother's day greeting card when that I came out that, that yeah. yeah, that I gave away with that picture. <laughs> that is, it's true. It, I get, is I, it totally just true. was, it was like, can I write a book with so few words? Yes, yes I can. Yep. Because
0: that's all <laughs> the three that it words needs that to you say. hear. <laughs> and whatever variation they can make it. Ma! Mommy! Yes. Mama! No. Whatever they can call you, no. you know.
1: To this day, to this day you get or Dad. You, you get text from your 20 something that just says, "Mom." Yeah, that's I, the whole text.
0: Yes. That's it. Yes, with yes. a pause. Like they're just waiting. Yes. I'm like, "Yes. Carry on." <laughs> move move it along like tell me what you need and it could be three days later i respond to it what in the heck you think i literally am waiting
2: oh yes when When are they gonna reach out no oh my god no i know in all the reviews on this book the 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 mothers were like oh my god i'm guilty yes oh my this happened to me every day how did uh-huh. you know this was my life you know
0: <laughs> and that was an that's been an amazon bestseller and number one new release correct yes
2: it was that's, yes
0: it girl was. you <laughs> you are doing it no i'm telling you. you you are making things Thank happen you. i know i'm like oh god i can't believe it just it's like, just it's you know you were you have that right mindset and you're doing it for the right reasons and that's why it's coming to you and it's, it's yeah. really
1: good work i mean it's, Thank it's, you. it's, yeah. it's spot on
2: Yeah. And my illustrator that I use, uh, Chrissy Schramm, you know, I told her what I wanted and this girl can interpret me. It's like she is inside my brain. She is just amazing. Yeah, that
0: is awesome. When you find the right illustrator that you really mesh with and you have a good synergy. Yeah. Yeah. That really takes it to the next level because. Oh, yeah. There's words on a page, but then there's visual the visualization of it. And, yeah. you know, that's what and, your eye goes to first when you look at a book is, you know, the
2: graphics. Yeah. And, the, and, and what makes it tough for me is because I'm also an illustrator. Mm-hmm. So I see exactly how I want it to look.
1: Yeah, that's, and that's amazing. That's true.
2: And, yeah. and so sometimes she'll say to me, uh, yeah, I don't see it that way. And so I'll be like, uh-oh. Okay. And Here so I'll be like, all right, well, send me a picture of how you see it. And I'm gonna tell you she's she's always spot on. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So, that is
0: great. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. We'll find um we'll put a link to her yeah, if she has a page or that something. Down. Yeah. yeah, she um, yeah, she does. We should yeah. be able to find her. If not, I'll reach out and we'll get her information so okay. we can share. Yeah, that, definitely.
2: Yeah. yeah, she she does a great comic strip as well that she's got a little series that's hysterical.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice.
1: We'll have to post a link to that yeah. as
0: well. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. All right. So I want to change gears a little bit. Okay. Um, so this month, it's, it's September, and we know we have a lot of awareness in each and every month, um, but this month is something that is very near and dear to your heart, and oh, that yeah. is Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I said in the beginning that you're a passionate advocate for this. So can you just tell us a little bit of the story behind why you do want to bring so much awareness to this, this issue?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, go back. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was gonna be called Yaya, you could go to a Hallmark store and get a frame that said Grandma, mm-hmm. maybe a few other names, but nothing that said Yaya. And I was like, I'm gonna write a book about unusual grandparent names. And she's like, Yeah, you should do that. And so I wrote it. I wrote it down, but and I never did anything with it. And uh, so my girlfriend, Kay, died of ovarian cancer after a 10-year battle. We had been best friends for 25 years. Mm. Wow. Immediately after she died, I had this sense of urgency, this overwhelming sense that I had to get the book done, that somehow I failed her, but, you know, I just hadn't gotten mm. it done. So I got the book done, and inside of the book, is a teal ribbon, Angie. I don't know if you noticed yes. that in the book. Mm-hmm. And teal is the color for ovarian cancer awareness. And she, um, <laughs> sorry, she mm-hmm. died. In, she died in September. The twentieth uh, of this month will be six years. Wow. And mm. every September, I donate fifty percent of my profits of the sale of my book "Sillyaya" to ovarian cancer research. And I've done that since she died, That's since amazing. the book was published. Yeah. Um, and as if that wasn't bad enough, my sister-in-law was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, mm. and she lived less than two years. She. Passed in uh November.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So well, um we, I think you mentioned that on the,
2: the yeah. last show. So, so you would you so you would think, right? So every year on my social media I post signs of symptoms of ovarian cancer. I'm mm-hmm. like in your face and it's everywhere. And so how did my sister in law get ovarian cancer? And yeah. not, like, not how did she get it, but how did it get that advance? I'm always telling everybody, what are the signs and oh, the I symptoms? Oh,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: Because remember ovarian cancer is silent. And it it's is. sneaky and it's evil. I'm going to give you the symptoms. Um, can I do that?
0: Yeah, yeah and that's what, I was going to talk about that a little bit because I, you know, I know about it, but probably am not. As aware as you are, of course, but the
2: symptoms are things that women go through all the time. Bingo, you know? and that's it, and that's why it's so sneaky. Because when yeah. I'm going to read these to you, every single female listening is going to say, "Oh my gosh, gosh I, I have that. I have so that." So, can,
1: can I tell you before we started the interview, and I was reading Angie's questions, I saw the the symptoms. And all of a sudden, I'm getting all nervous for like my daughter. So I, you know, I, mm-hmm. it, you're right that you're like every one of the check boxes. I'm going yes, 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 all the way down.
2: Yeah, and they're so vague. So bloating. Uh, okay. Yep. Every time bloating, I eat something salty. Yep. You know? yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Pelvic or abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Unexplainable. There.
0: Don't know why. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Trouble yeah. eating or feeling full quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling the need to urinate urgently or often. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're doing 50 things and you're going to go in a minute and then all of a sudden it's like, I got to go. 40 minutes. Other other symptoms can be fatigue, upset stomach or heartburn, back pain, Mm -hmm. pain during sex, constipation or menstrual changes. All Mm -hmm. right. Every lady who's listening to this, I know every one of you have at least one of the Mm -hmm of course like. yeah. so, uh, so how so how likely do I likely more than one of them so yeah, like, how yeah, do yeah, more. I be, know when I should be concerned mm-hmm. so if symptoms persist uh, for more than two weeks you should see your doctor yeah. that is that is the recommendations and I'm reading this to you off of the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition website that is where I send my check uh, yes. every year and so just and a few more things, one in 78 women will get ovarian cancer. That is uh, unbelievable. 70% of the time they are diagnosed in the advanced stages of the disease when it's too late to too be massive. cured. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the fifth leading cause of cancer-related deaths in women. This year, 22,000 women will be diagnosed In the United States will be diagnosed with ovarian cancer and 13,000 will die this year of ovarian cancer. There is no effective screening for it. A pap smear does not look for ovarian
0: cancer. That's what I was going to bring out is that a lot of women think they're protected because they're going to their regular yearly annual, their annual exam. No. Everything comes back normal. But, yeah, that is not checking for that. So I think that is a very important thing for women to know. Just like right. doing a breast exam, you can do it at home, but you've got to get your mammograms. You right. You know, like you've there. got to go to the next level. And, and
2: and and there's nothing like that for ovarian cancer. Yeah. Then, is there
1: a certain age that yeah, you should start going to get a special well test?
2: Well, the, the biggest risk factors are all women are at risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, symptoms exist, but can be vague. But you should get more intense over time. Even your hip, you were like, "Well, oh, my hip, you know, oh, it'll get better." That's mm-hmm. what we yeah. do. Things That's wax yeah. and wane, and then we get used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is it odd, or now is it normal? Exactly. Um, early detection increases the survival rate, and as I just said, Pap smear does not detect it. Risk factors include a genetic predisposition, personal or family history of breast, ovarian, or colon cancer, increasing age and infertility. Yeah. Um, mm. Women who were on birth control pills are less likely to develop ovarian cancer so interestingly so
0: very very interesting my best
2: friend was never on a birth control pill
0: Hmm. never
2: um so i don't know that i'm I'm interested
0: to do a little um research on that and figure Mm -hmm. out why that is because i wonder if it's because um you ha- your ov- your ovaries have been fully working right the whole and ent- your whole entire fertility
2: yeah. period yeah and so this these are some things that lower your mm. risk so the birth control pills yeah. like I said mm. breastfeeding and pregnancy giving birth to one or more children but she had three children yeah, yeah. Uh, particularly delivering the first before age twenty five yep she did may decrease mm. the risk having a tubal ligation. Getting your tubes tied uh, that reduces the risk. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, a hysterectomy and then healthy diet and exercise. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, but
0: your friend, you know, a lot of those right. Things, so she she was on the list of, those, of things. Yeah. Right.
2: Lower risk. Yeah. So
1: I don't want to put information in here that's invalid, but I really have to ask this because the conversation has come up. You know, for my daughter and, Mm -hmm. you know, figuring out which, which shots to get and which immunities to, um, which, uh, what do you call it? Um, the, when you, uh, um, when you're trying to not get a virus, you can
0: vaccine, thank you. (laughs)
1: But, but like the HPV virus, there's a vaccine for that now. And there's some discussion around, you know, should you do it? Are there side effects? You know, we've all read the horror stories of, Mm -hmm. you know, someone gets it and they die. Is that real? But I, I do remember the doctor saying that HPV is a major cause of women getting um, cancer. So, so so
2: just so you know, I have a family member yep. who, in her mid-30s, had rectal cancer from HPV virus, wow. and wow. she had an extensive surgery, chemo, and radiation, and she's doing fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and I and I also have another friend who had an HPV cancer. So HPV right. cancers are real. Yeah. yeah I can't and they're, and they're I can't test or talk about the vaccine, but I can yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you, you know this, but I worked in oncology for 15 years <laughs> in my previous I think life. I you did
3: tell us that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, HPV cancers are real. Uh, and mm-hmm. the person that you might know who's famous was Michael Douglas, who had a throat cancer. Yep. And it was an HPV throat cancer. They do respond wow. very well to treatment.
1: Yeah. So, I, but I think I, what I was asking though, and I, that's good to know, very good information. But I remember the doctor saying because it is such a major cause of ovarian cancer, that's another way to be more preventative if you're younger to get it. If you don't have HPV yet, yeah. you can get the HPV. Yeah, that vaccine.
2: that I don't know about if it's yeah. if it's HPV. There are there are cancers. Very um, cancers a broad word of very complicated things. There are different Mm -hmm. cell types. So you could take three women who have ovarian cancer, but they each may have a different cell type. And so some of them grow faster than others and respond better than others. And so, you know, that's a, it's just a broad, a broad word. Sure. And
0: you know, what I want to go back to is um, because we were talking about, you know, learning your, um, your heritage and learning about your relatives. I think one of the issues is so many people, especially younger people, or even myself, if you don't know a lot about your family history, you don't know Which if you're at a higher is, risk yeah. Right. For this. And
2: so if you go on the website, ovarian.org. I'm
1: putting the, the uh, link in there, too.
2: Mm-hmm. I, got uh-huh. it. I got it. It's the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition. There is a risk assessment to take. They're going to mm. ask questions about your family history, having uh, other kinds of cancers, and then there's mm. there's the BRCA, which everyone's many mm. people have heard about. Which yes. uh, for breast cancer, there's also something else called Lynch syndrome. So if you it, so there's another reason it's really important to know your family history, so yeah. that you c- can answer these questions to help with your own personal risk assessment. Yeah, that
0: that is, because I don't know... Like, I know a little bit about my grandparents, but not... Beyond that, I don't. Which I think that's about all they ask is, you know. Back to your grandparents. Yeah. Back to your yeah. grandparents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, many people don't even know that information. Yeah. No. So I think that's a really important thing to people to maybe take away from this it, is us as parents, we should maybe collect that stuff for our children to start passing that information. Here's the medical records from our family. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, what we know anyway. I think that's a very important gift to kind of make sure you teach your kids they need to pass that to their kids as well.
2: Yeah, of course. absolutely. It's very important. Um, And uh, earlier we talked about there's no screening test. You know, the pap smear doesn't do Mm -hmm. it. Uh, So make sure you're getting a pelvic exam, which all Mm -hmm. women should be doing uh, over 18 uh, every year. Um, Also, women... Women over 35 need to receive a rectovaginal exam. That is the absolute worst part of having yes. the exam, but it's important.
0: It's usually when you're 40, they surprise you with that one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Woo! Is it, is it over
1: 30? You said over 35 There's now? Same, that's the age? Women yeah,
2: women age 35 and older. A wow. transvaginal Uh, ultrasound. And that's what I was going
0: to say. Yeah. And that that's another more evasive. Yeah, Yeah, that's invasive.
2: uh, That's an invasive Mm -hmm. ultrasound. Um, It's necessary. Uh, And then there's a blood test called a CA 125. So very often you get a false reading on that a false high and then you're petrified waiting every every second for to have the cancer to come or or whatever i'm not saying that you shouldn't have the blood test for women who have ovarian cancer it's a great thing to gauge effectiveness of treatment if it's working or not my girlfriends my best friends ca 125 was never super elevated so for her Hmm. it it wasn't you know a dynamite test but but it is right now it's a great test and so far it's it's what we have you know that's why we're talking about this today so we can raise awareness and raise money for research and it's only through research you know that we're gonna find out uh you know to to do to do more so Yeah. yeah, yeah it's not not like a mammogram and 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 this and i and i don't mean any ill will towards anyone else i have many friends who've had ovar, uh, who have had bre- who have breast cancer who have mm-hmm. had breast cancer but the stores are all loaded with breast cancer awareness which is october this is september yeah. there's mm-hmm. nothing in the stores for ovarian cancer awareness there's mm-hmm. nothing anywhere and and we is a country we we need to do a better job of you know bringing this the forefront is it because yeah. it's a gynecological cancer so it's people a, don't
0: want to talk about it it's yeah.
2: embarrassing or I, I don't i don't know what it is but but you know
0: um this is sorry sorry violet
2: this is ovarian cancers month but it's already getting a backseat. another of which also do fundraising for, but this one is, you know, close to home. Yeah. We, yeah, we
0: course. learned that when, um, last year we interviewed Elena and her son had, um, neuroblastoma, which is a type of pediatric cancer. Yes. And this month is, um, childhood, you know, pediatric cancer awareness month as well. Yes. And same thing. A lot of the funding goes towards one thing, one type of cancer Instead of it being delved out. Equally. Equally. Yeah. Which is yeah. not right. And the other thing, talking about the marketing aspect of it, it it, it becomes, it's profitable for people. Yeah. Yes. And that I can't get, I don't, I can't get on board with that. It's like, no, this, every cent, you don't get to keep any of the money. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you're, and if- your, your, your production cost or whatever, but if- really a penny of that should not be going towards breast cancer.
2: Yeah. And and if you look at one of the largest fundraising organizations for breast cancer, hardly any of that money goes to breast cancer research or to help funding for patients. It's yeah. all for publicity. Yeah, that's, it's it's yeah. bit disheartening. It I think is. we're probably talking about the same thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's that's why we've said, you know, we've, um, we've posted links before and stuff on some of our shows when we have talked about this is to really do some digging into the organization that you are donating your money. Now look, anybody that's donating that's coming from your heart, it's a wonderful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. But just make sure because you are w- giving that money because you want to make a change or you want more research or you want to help. Make sure that money's really going to what they say it's going towards. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. There yeah. there's actually
1: yeah. some uh We'll put the the link in the show notes too, but there's a link out there where you can punch in the organization that mm-hmm. you want to donate money to, and it'll tell you how legitimate they are.
0: Yeah, it pulls yeah. up all the stats and everything. It's you know somebody's done the work basically for you already. We but we'll find that. Um, That's we, a great service. Dan, we have that um, from one of our past shows, and I think that is a great resource for people to have. So if they don't have the time to do the re- the research, that would be an easy way for them to find out.
2: Definitely. Yeah, that would, that would be great. It's just, it's just such a scary.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I can see it, you know, your, your best friend, you know, has passed for many years, but for that feeling to just come on your face of just, uh,
2: you know. Yeah. And, and this is, and, and this is how important your annual GYN exam is, ladies, mm-hmm. My best friend, it was during that routine exam that her physician felt something. Mm. She didn't go because she was having the symptoms. And really, in the end, the only symptom she'd ever had prior to that was a little low back pain. Well, who doesn't have a little low back pain? Yeah,
0: exactly. That's why I said that the symptoms are just so, it's so scary because they're, they're the normal things that women yeah. kind of go through. Unless they're super excessive, you're not right. paying attention
2: to them. Right. Yeah, and, we get busy.
0: And like you said, even if they are excessive, it, it becomes, well, that's just my thing. I'm just, I have hip pain. That's just what it is. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And it's written off, but, you know? Yeah. Mm, it's yeah. So, so It's so scary. So that's how important that exam is. Yeah, Yeah. and I just want to mention again, you know, um, Violet brought out some of the stats. It's one out of 78 women in their lifetime will get ovarian cancer, and the chances of survival are not high because of when you find out. Yeah. So you're not finding out when it's early. So, um, and with, you know, I mean, we just hope that more research can be funded to get, the correct measures in place to find that early, and, something to early detect. Like standard and, and testing. And it, it seems
1: yeah. like almost every woman just needs standard testing for
2: yeah. it. Yeah. And imagine this. If somebody is listening to this and they got a little scared and they went to their doctor and they were diagnosed early, yeah, they oh got Then it wasn't goodness. this worth it? Yes, yes, it indeed. is, and it's
0: okay to be a little scared sometimes because sometimes yeah. that's what we need in order to take care, that self care, taking care right. of yourself. Because yeah. exactly, we're women are bad at that. You know, we're we really are bad at self care. We put
2: everyone ahead of us. Uh huh. It's just how we are, yeah. mom, mom, mommy, mommy, <laughs> mommy. Exactly. Yeah, and if you notice, the cover of that book is mm-hmm. teal.
0: Oh, Oh, I love that you do that so that you are supporting in any way that you can to draw awareness to it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I could see you being up in front of people speaking about this as well. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I think we've told you that before, like you should just be in front of people speaking like that's you have that energy and just something about you that well, people really believe what uh... you have to say, you know, like because (laughs) because it's
1: coming from the heart. You can tell it's authentic. yeah. Yeah,
2: it is. Yeah, you can't fake that. No, I don't think you can. You can't fake that. That's why we love each other. That's why I love you guys. You're just so Uh real.
0: (laughs) Angie laughs all the time at nothing. (laughs) I don't even know. Go back to some of my old you know what, old videos. and count serious. how many
2: times I laugh. I just it's, I just it's, laugh. It's I just, always say
1: this, but it's good energy. It's just good energy.
2: Just, it is. Well, you know, people out. want to be around people who are laughing and having fun. Yeah. Life right. is too serious to be it serious. Really is. Yes. It
0: really is. <laughs> but we did need to have that serious talk today because we did. We need. You know, we need women to be taking this more seriously. Yeah. And not that they don't take it seriously, but it's not like you said, it's not in the headlines, right? Well, this, yeah, it's not in the headlines.
2: No, you know, I went into Walmart and this huge section was all pink. There was no teal section. Right. Give me a teal section, people, yeah. so that yeah. we can so that one woman can walk up and say, oh, you know, maybe I should read more. So yeah. I don't know what the answer is, but I know that we need to do more. Yeah. yeah, and
0: I feel like the facts need to be posted. Anywhere that has those ribbons on any awareness, it should come along with, here's the symptoms, here's, you know what I mean? It should become, it should have education on it. That's yeah, kind of I, how I feel. I almost feel
1: like screening should be sort of standard, just for well, standard physicals yeah, like, at a certain like, age.
2: Why can't I go to Publix and there's a teal ribbon uh, uh, up on that uh, little piece of acrylic that has the symptoms on it? Exactly. Honestly, what does that cost? Yeah. Wait till the yeah. wait till the wait till the president of Publix hears from me now yeah. <laughs> for next hey, that's year. That's a good thing, though.
1: Hey, yeah.
0: but it, it's serious. If you you know you're you're looking out for your customers. That's how I feel. Like, yeah. you're looking out for your customers. Who's shopping in your store the most? The mom, yeah. mom mommies. Yeah. So get, mom. you know when it's an awareness, <laughs> put that up there, and the symptoms on there would be amazing. I agree. See, we're going we're gonna to strive for that. That's what we need to strive for. Yeah, well, we I, I, think, I,
2: think, I think we just put the pressure on. So I'll, pressure's be, I'll, on. Be, I'll be, I'll be sending right, an re-listing. email. <laughs> so
0: um, if anybody wants to make a donation to help raise more awareness for ovarian cancer, you can visit www.ovarian.org. And um, that was the NOCC, the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition. Yep. And that's where um, Violet makes her donations mm-hmm. um, every year. And I'm sure throughout the year, whenever you organize some event, that's to help raise more awareness and money for those. Um, Absolutely. Places. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, as always, we enjoy talking to you so much, Violet. Yes, indeed we Thank do. Thank you. You're our two-timer. <laughs> yeah! Next year, let's make it three
2: Three <laughs> in person, though. Please, thank you yes. very much. Okay, oh, yes. yeah, we can in we'll person. be able to hug next year, yes, thank you. Oh, I hope yes, so. We're,
1: we can't wait for the world to go back to normal, you know.
2: Yeah, I know. Yes. I just can't. I'm a hugger, and I just so,
1: same here. We both are, yeah, yeah so it's we,
2: we need, I need yeah, I'm behind goddamn. like ten thousand hugs. So <laughs> yeah you know that's
1: kind of part of the reason we do this video thing, even if we don't post the video because we at least have to be able to see the person that we're talking to,
2: yeah, you know? yeah right. Yeah. I get it. That makes so much sense. yeah, yeah it, it's
0: the energy still comes across, you know, I mean yeah, talking on the phone's okay, but seeing somebody, yeah,s
1: no. totally
2: different. I but, agree. But next year in person bye.
1: yes, indeed.
2: Yes. Maybe next year we'll be together at an ovarian cancer awareness fundraiser. That would be oh, amazing. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be Love great? It
0: that's right if you if you put something together you let us know we will be there to support wow. if any way will. we can
2: thank you what you've done tonight is just uh, means so much to me to to raise awareness and to you know to take the time in your show to talk about this important issue
0: yes thank you so much we um we're gonna continue this month to kind of we'll pull some facts and stuff together and but, post yeah. it on our social media Make too sure we so mention we can it, yeah
2: Thank you. And, and that's awesome. Thank you, guys.
0: You're welcome, Violet. You have a wonderful night. We will talk okay. to you soon.
2: All right. You too. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you, bye
1: bye. Bye. Welcome back and thank you for joining us for that interview with Violet Favaro. We were so happy to see her again, to talk to her again. She is one of our very few uh, two-time guests and we always love talking to her, but we also love that she, we love everything she's doing, but we love that she's bringing such awareness to ovarian cancer this month and in general.
0: Yes, and um, yeah, I was just going to say I love talking with her too, so I can't wait to see her again in person, but we hope you enjoyed that interview, and um, hopefully it can bring some change in somebody's life. Yeah. Maybe somebody learned something and was able to take care of something, and something, something. Yeah. There and you I, go. <laughs>
1: but I, but it, I get what you're saying, yeah. I, and I think anytime, anytime it gets someone thinking, we don't want people to be like a hypochondriac, but it seems like for this thing specifically,
0: yeah you know you a little scared is okay you need to be on this i think yeah definitely ladies take care of yourself self-care is so important you know not only self-care of just you know making sure that you have relaxing time and stuff but self-care like as far as your medical yeah self-care exactly So. so guys thank you so much for listening to the show Please make sure to give us a rating if you enjoy hearing what we chat about. We'd love to support our local businesses, artists, musicians, it do. goes on and on. Um, and review and subscribe if you get a chance. And, you know, give us a call if you have a hinker too. At-
1: That's a voicemail. We don't ever answer that phone, but it's a voicemail that you can leave a message. And uh, if you'd like for us to talk about something on the show, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you have an idea for someone else that would be a good guest member on the show, you can also, so you can leave a voicemail over there for that. You could also email us at feedback at fineanddangy.com. And And just like the show, that's F-I-N-E-A-N-D-D-A-N-J-E-E.
0: And the same for all of our social media guys. You can find us at Fine and DNG. And everybody, we hope you had a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. And remember, at the end of each and every day, it's, it's all, fine all
1: Fine and DNG. Hey guys, welcome back. And thank you for joining us for that interview with Violet of okay. You See? What? Okay. Hey guys, welcome back and thank you for joining us for that interview with Violet Favero. Son of a
0: I thought you're hungry.
1: <laughs> hey guys, welcome back and thank you for that interview. Why am I Ready? Hey guys.